Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, February 13th, and we have completed week six of 2023. Have you checked out the status match offers that the airlines are promoting? As an example, for a fee, you can lock in your status with American Airlines or take the United Airlines Mileage Plus Premier Challenge. We have all the details on our website at businesstravel360.com. Now, let's get to the headlines. In his State of the Union address, President Joe Biden said his administration was taking on junk fees and he specifically mentioned airline and resort fees. Americans are tired of being played for suckers, Biden said during the address to Congress. Referring to a DOT rule proposed last year, he said that we're making airlines show you the full ticket price up front. The DOT said it wants to require airlines and ticketing agents to clearly disclose passenger-specific or itinerary-specific baggage fees, change fees, cancellation fees to consumers whenever fare and schedule information is provided. Last year, President Joe Biden urged federal agencies to take action against junk fees in a White House briefing. He also is urging Congress to pass the Junk Fees Prevention Act, which will require upfront pricing of airlines and hotels. The measure is not yet a bill. The U.S. Department of Justice is expecting to sue the blocked and proposed merger of JetBlue Airways and Spirit Airways. The move was not unexpected given that the Biden administration's public opposition against large mergers in already consolidated industries. Four airlines, American, Delta, Southwest, and United, control nearly 80% of the U.S. market. JetBlue has argued that its deal to buy Spirit for $3.8 billion will create a stronger competition to its four big competitors. The combined airlines will have roughly 9% share of the U.S. domestic traffic and will be the fifth largest in the country. On Thursday, JetBlue outlined at least eight new routes that combined airlines could potentially add. The DOG suit could come as early as March and is not necessarily the end of the deal. Spirit shareholders approved the deal in October after JetBlue beat Frontier in a bidding war for Spirit last July. The Federal Aviation Administration has proposed fining United Airlines almost $1.2 million over safety concerns in how the airline has operated some of its 777 planes. From June 2018 to April 2021, United Airlines allegedly conducted flights in Boeing-made 777s that were not in airworthy condition, said the FAA. The FAA accused United of removing what it calls a key safety measure, the fire system warning check from its list of actions required of crews before each 777 flight. The check was removed in 2018. The FAA said that the removal of the check resulted in United's failure to perform the required check and the operation of the aircraft did not meet the airworthiness requirement. Now in news that impacts the travel industry. The U.S. Travel Association is urging the Biden administration to repeal the COVID-19 vaccination requirement for international visitors to the U.S. We need to eliminate the vaccine requirement, according to the U.S. Travel CEO. This may have been the necessary policy during the pandemic, but it is not necessary policy today. In fact, the U.S. is the only country in the world that has a vaccine requirement for international visitors. 
The CEO of U.S. Travel said that it is hopeful that the requirement will be dropped as part of Biden administration's ending in May of the COVID-19 public health emergency. But there's no reason to wait until then, especially given that potential visitors are planning spring and summer travel now. Many airlines will be unable to meet U.S. deadlines to retrofit airplane altimeters to ensure that they're not susceptible to 5G wireless interference. The world's biggest airline trade body warned authorities that it could impact summer international travel season. According to the IATA Director General Willie Walsh, many operators will not be able to make the proposed July 2023 deadline due to supply chain issues, certificate delays, and unavoidable logistical challenges. A letter from IATA which represented 100 airlines that fly to the U.S. that was dated on February 2nd was also sent to chief executives of Boeing and Airbus. It is critical that we acknowledge and accept the fact that a move collectively to change our approach to this issue before many airlines are unable to continue to serve the U.S. market during the peak summer season. The FAA last month said it was proposing a requirement that passenger and cargo aircraft in the U.S. have the 5G C-band tolerant radio altimeters or approved filters by early 2024. SAP Concur customers relying solely on GDSs may lose access to some American Airlines content when the airline's April deadline for NDC connection requirements rolls out in a few months. In December, American notified travel agencies that will pull some of the content from the traditional Edifact-based connections to the GDS. About 40% of fares currently available in those channels and distribute them only through NDC connections. While American has reached deals with all three major GDSs to support the NDC API, it does not necessarily guarantee that they will be able to run through Concur. The reality is that even a flawless API delivered in April by the GDSs will take time for TMCs and for Concur to connect. The Concur team said that we cannot realistically predict how long that will take because the APIs are not yet fully built for necessities of corporate travel. The team said it began testing the connection with Sabre in mid-January. Now let's get to the news of mergers and new partnerships. Lufthansa Group is looking to work with Italy's state-owned rail company to provide better links between train and the airline travel in the country. Italy's largest rail operator, along with its subsidiaries, has signed a memo of understanding with Lufthansa. The intention is to negotiate a contract for cooperation in feeder traffic within Italy in order to link the various modes of transportation in a better and more customer-friendly manner, according to Lufthansa. The two organizations will hold further talks about a potential intermodal partnership which will involve Lufthansa's sister airlines including Swiss, Austrian, Brussels and Italian regional airline Air Dolomiti. Australian-based J-Ride has acquired the assets of AirportShuttles.com for over $200,000. Founded in 2003, AirShuttles.com is a website that sells airport shuttle services. J-Ride is acquiring the domain name and the company's technology, IP, and website traffic, which was 1 million sessions in the last 12 months. J-Ride has been the exclusive supplier to rides of AirportShuttles.com until February 2020, when it ended the partnership at the onset of the pandemic in order to limit credit risk. AirportShuttles.com owner filed for bankruptcy in May of 2022. Electric vehicle provider UFO Drive has agreed to a new partnership with B2B mobility solution specialist Car Trawler. The deal means that when customers book a trip through one of Car Trawler's travel clients, they would now have the option to add a UFO Drive rental vehicle as part of their trip. Car Trawler works with 500 travel firms and 70 airlines, including EasyJet, Swiss, and Emirates. UFO Drive offers electric vehicles at more than 30 locations in Europe and the U.S. with self-service access to travelers through its app. 
Car company Hertz became one of Ufo drivers' investors last year as the company embarked on a global expansion. British Airways and South African airline Airlink have signed a codeshare agreement that will improve connectivity to more than 15 destinations in southern Africa, according to British Airways. Codeshare tickets are currently available for sale from February 15. Through the agreement, British Airways customers traveling to and from London will be able to connect to their final destinations in Cape Town or Johannesburg on a single ticket. Members of British Airways' Executive Club Loyalty Program can earn ABOs, the company's currency, on Airlink flights on BA codeshare flights. A total of 18 destinations are available as codeshare flights when traveling from London's Heathrow via Johannesburg or Cape Town. American Express is working with Microsoft to develop a more automated expense reporting process built from Microsoft Cloud and AI technologies. With the solution, business travelers will be prompted to upload receipt images when they swipe the American Express corporate card. AI technology will then categorize the transaction, and using the company's T&E policy, the traveler's purchase history on the card given the transaction a color-coded risk score. A green score indicates that the expense item will be automatically approved, while the yellow score indicates that it should be reviewed, and the red score shows that it's rejected. The item will then be passed over to the expense management system for an automatically generated expense report with the receipt details. Microsoft later this year will pilot the tool with its own employees, integrating it into their internal expense system. American Express will subsequently make it available to its corporate clients, including the ability to integrate into other expense management systems. And now news of new travel services and improvements. New York City Mayor Eric Adams announced that Uber and Lyft will be required to have only zero-emission vehicles by 2030. As part of Adams' administration's under the working people's agenda, the city will mandate that all rideshare vehicles operated by Uber and Lyft switch to zero emissions by 2030. This could affect an estimated 100,000 for higher vehicles. The new requirement will help build on efforts to electrify the city vehicle fleet, according to his speech. Adam also added that there will be no new cost for individual Uber and Lyft drivers. Mayor Adams will likely implement this plan through the city's taxi and limousine commission. European airlines' traffic doubled in 2022 compared with the previous year, but the market still remained 22% lower than the pre-COVID year of 2019. The latest passenger traffic, according to IATA, showed that the global recovery in air travel carrying through to the end of December, with the positivity momentum going into 2023. Europe is one of those regions to see the strongest recovery in 2022, ranking only behind North America, where traffic was only 11% below 2019 levels, and Latin America, where it was 14% below 2019 levels. Total global traffic, as measured by revenue passenger kilometers, was still 31% lower than 2019 levels for the whole 2022. Starting in June, from its hub in Dallas Love Field, Delta Airlines has said that it will add flights to LaGuardia Airport and two flights to Los Angeles and Atlanta. The additions will see Delta offer Dallas flyers one-stop access to over 125 destinations through some of those key hubs. Delta said it will be the only airline offering New York and LA from both Dallas Airports, Love Field, and Dallas-Fort Worth. At the same time, Delta is boosting its service from Austin, which has been its rapidly growing airport since 2019. And in July, Delta will add Austin's schedule to 10 daily departures to Atlanta, 3 to Boston, 4 to LA, 4 to Minneapolis, 3 to Seattle, and 2 to Raleigh-Durham. Southwest Airlines will beef up its schedule to Long Beach Airport in California, adding four routes to the capacity-constrained airport between March and September. The new service announced by the airline on Thursday is part of its expansion through October 4th. 
The newly announced routes are from Long Beach to Colorado Springs, and daily Albuquerque, Mexico flights will be added. Southwest previously announced that it will begin daily service between Long Beach and Kansas City, as well as weekly Long Beach to Orlando flights. And now in news about sustainable travel. United Airlines has partnered with energy infrastructure company Tallgrass and biorefining company Green Plains to form a joint venture dubbed Blue Blade Energy to develop and commercialize SAF fuel using ethanol. The companies will invest a combined $50 million for the project. If the technology is successful, Blue Blade plans to construct a pilot facility in 2024, following a full-scale facility that will begin operations in 2028. Once operational, Blue Blade Energy has the potential to create United's largest source of SAF, providing up to 135 million gallons of fuel annually. The UK government is stepping up its campaign to achieve the target of making airport operations net zero for emissions by 2040. The aviation industry is being asked how this goal for reducing emissions from airports in England can be achieved as part of the UK's Jet Zero strategy, which was launched in July 2022 and aims for the country's aviation sector to reach net zero by 2050. Transportation Secretary Mark Harper said that the latest funding will help to define the future of flying and put UK at the forefront of international aviation. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. Oh, my God.